energy I'm on today. Yeah. Still feel me. Yeah. Turn some of that shit up. They violated, stay again. Gus told him to beam her and broke K leg again. Shh, let us pray again. And I ain't get enough for hanging in the local bars yet. Had to let the thing off cross town in the projects. All these rumors and shit, but I ain't get robbed yet. Bitch ass niggas ain't stopped acting like broad jet. An arm reach of a gun and a mask. Somebody clipped me for a hundred in cash. Still feel me. I hit the road and try to get more grip. It was cool until a motherfucking tall bus flip. Uh, no charges brought up. Bitch popped up with a kid. Got caught up. Then I put a cord up. Down the road to the riches is taking me longer. And they ain't killed me yet, so it's making me stronger. Oh, shit. The hate, frustration, or hunger that keep a nigga going. Rapping for a reason. Shit don't just happen. Shit happens for a reason. I'm that dude. Like it or love it. I do my thing in the hood and get right like with a budget. Ain't afraid to give my life to the public. And when you see me next time, maybe we can further discuss. How my 16s give you a visual I know you think if he ain't really selling How he live off residuals But right now the game is pitiful And niggas is lonely They need company cause they miserable Yeah, uh-huh, shit is still real B That's why I want you to still feel me Still feel me One, I'm out Welcome back to the Quintessential Podcast With your host, Mr. Quintessential it's a nice way to start off the podcast. It's the energy I'm on. Bit of, uh, you can't go wrong with a bit of Jadakiss, a bit of old school, but still feel me. Yeah, it's good. Hope everybody had a good week. Uh, there's been a lot going on in the hip hop and R&B world this week. And yeah, let's uh, let's just uh, just uh, no 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 way about it. Let's just get to it. Um, apologies, last week I forgot to mention Davies our project. Uh, Paranoia Two. I didn't give my take on that, um, but yeah, let me let me start off with that. Uh, I mean that that Paranoia Two. Damn man, that that was really good by Dave. You know, um, Dave hasn't put out a bad project yet in my books. You know, I mean, put out that Kyrie Chanel. Then he put out this Paranoia one about last August and Paranoia. Uh, this Paranoia Two. I mean, I think this Paranoia Two is is, is a bit more sure. You know bit more stronger than Paranoia, the first one that was out about six months ago. Um, but no, I, I fuck with Dave. Uh, I really like Dave. He, he gives you that a really uh, raw, uh, grimy, aggressive rap rap things. And uh, no, I really like the project. Um, really, really, really good. Uh, really good features on there as well. And, he, you know, Dave, Dave being Dave, talking that shit, you know. I really like uh, that track with Tory Lanez, Woke Up. Um really like the track Violent with Lloyd Banks as well, you know, the, I found Keisha, uh, you know, Corey, you know, story about his friend, you know, and the, uh, you know, how he was growing up and, you know, his friend was getting jealous of him, you know, and that was really good. And the I found Keisha, you know, uh, that's like the sequel to that single from Kyrie Chanel, 
that Keisha record. I mean, Dave's Dave's become a really good storyteller. I mean, no doubt he probably be one of the best storytellers. I mean, he signed he signed by Nas as well. You know, Nas is obviously commended as one of the great one of the greatest storytellers in hip hop. So you know, no no surprise there. So Dave Dave Dave's well on his way there. You know. So no, 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 no bad things to say about that project. You know, personally for me, I think it's really good. You know, I can't wait uh, to hear his actual debut uh, studio album. Not all of these projects he's put out before. He's not labelled them as his album. You know, he's just labelled them as mixtapes. So you know, just like project or anything like that. He came out saying that you know these are just stuff to hold uh, my fans over, hold people over to his album comes. I think hopefully later this year. He says he's got a track with Drake and he's um. But took, he said he took Drake down to uh, like his level, you know, into the grimy stages. So, you know, he's saying that that, that track with Drake is going to be really good. He took him down back down to New York time, New York Times and suburbs. And, you know, he's saying that Drake's uh, really spitting his stuff on that. So, uh, yeah, not a, a, a good project by Dave. Good project by Dave. No, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, so no, no, no doubt about that. The biggest uh, release of this week has uh, come courtesy of the Migos with Culture 2. Um, yeah, I mean, I listened to it once, all through. Um, it's standard Migos, really, you know, it's uh, front and back, you know, just turn up tracks and things like that. Good production, as always. Uh, they put they put out early in the week. They put out like a list of production credits. You know, you got Pharrell, you got Murder Beats, you got Metro Boomin, you got Honorable C Note, um, for uh, yeah, Pharrell. I think Kanye yeah, executive produced the uh, album. They were saying as well. Um, only criticism I have at the moment of this album is is twenty four tracks, twenty four tracks totaling an hour and forty five minutes in total. Ugh. I mean, that's that's quite a lot. You know, to of Migos to take in, you know, and then um, because the product is production heavy, you know, it's always uh like the 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 good beat, you know, the big bass and everything like that. I mean, personally, if they cut it down to maybe between twelve and fifteen tracks, it would probably be, you know, a really good solid complete album. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I listened to it once through, and you know, maybe it takes a maybe a few more listens, maybe to you know just fully dissect it and things like that. But from from a first listen through, you know, everybody's doing their own stuff, and you know, Quaver being the melodic guy doing the hooks and you know spitting some uh verses here and there. I've been seeing a lot of reactions on online on Twitter and Instagram and everything saying take off murdered everybody you know Quavo and Offset on there and there is there are quite a few tracks on there where take off is you know spitting his stuff on there you know he's Quavo did came out and say you know take off's the best lyricist out of all of them um, Offset you know Offset uh, Offset didn't do a bad job either I mean I'm really liking Offset since he put out that mixtape with uh, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin you know he had a little chance to shine there so uh, and Quavo as we know you know he's always the hook guy so nothing can go wrong there but um, yeah a lot of social media saying uh, take off murdered everybody on that especially on that uh, that track Narcos um so but yeah I, I, I thought it was, it was it was it is what it is you know Migos album turn up album you know, you you want to play that when you're just in the car. You know, just you know, getting in a good mood and stuff like that. You know, maybe you're pre gym kind of thing, during gym or anything like that. Or you know, when you're with your mates, you want to go out and stuff like that. So it's like you know, nice like pre drink tunes or club tunes as well. There's that track with Drake, "Walk It Like I Talk It." You know, <laughs> everybody's going on about that. Uh, I probably expect that to see that or listen hear that in the club soon as well. Everybody memorizing Drake's verse as usual, <laughs> myself included. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of good features on there. There's that uh, record with Ty Dollar, Travis Scott, and Big Sean. Uh, I think it's uh, White Sand. That that was really good. A bit short, but no, I thought that was really good. Um, then you've got Two Chains on one. Two Chains always snapping on a lot of features now. You know, Two Chains is uh, becoming one of my favorite rappers. <laughs> Um, you know, he put out that really good album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, uh, last year. He's he's an underrated lyricist. Uh, yeah, so Two Chains doing his usual thing on there. Uh, you got Gucci on the track as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's 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 a standard Migos album really. Um, so maybe after a few, li- I listened to it once. I uh, you know I might, I might get a revisit again. You know, and maybe just try to cut down some few of the tracks that you know they're not not too cool. I didn't really like that stir fry track if I'm honest. Um, just me personally, I know quite a lot of people like that, but uh, personally for me, I don't, I don't really um, mess with that one. Uh, that track with 21 Savage is quite good. Um, we'll see the Narcos track, the Walk It Like a Talk It, the 2, two Chains track as well, and we'll see the one I mentioned with Travis Scott, Big Sean and Ty Dollar. That was uh, really good as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Sand Amigos there. Uh, another album came out from the UK side, you know, I got, I got, uh, I got to big up the UK side, because I'm from there. Uh, <laughs> so, Craig David, uh, Craig David put out that new album, um, I think it's The Time Is Yours, and things like that. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, thought, I really like Craig, yeah, that, it was a good album, apart from there was that one, one trashy single <laughs> it was a uh, complete trash as people say <laughs> uh, it was that for the gram uh yeah i didn't really like that song out of the uh, that was probably the only song i didn't really like out of the whole album but um no it's, it's uh, this album's standard craig you know you've got the good garage vibes you've got the good edm kind of tunes that you want to like hear and you know all your party places in the club and all that um yeah so me being a long time fan of craig as well yeah definitely it's uh, it's a good album so definitely check that out um it's uh, time is I think it's time is yours. Uh, check that out. Um, yeah, that was that's definitely a good album by Craig there. What else we got going on? We have um, yeah. So <laughs> I uh, ever since Drake put out that uh, that scary hours EP, you know there was a back and forth of you know if he you know dissing Joe Budden and things like that. And Joe went on his podcast uh, earlier in the week this week saying he doesn't think it's a shot at him, you know um as uh he says that you know drake dm'd him personally and said you know like he respects his work he respects his grind and you know just like uh saying that you know uh, I'm, I'm not sh- sure he specifically said to squash the beef but he says like i respect he said to joe like he respects what he's doing and you know that's it so joe really doesn't think he's taking a shot at drake um and he, he's not going to take a shot at drake or drake's not really taking a shot it's drake's not taking a shot at joe that's what joe thinks um <laughs> I think Rory and Marl, the other the other two uh uh patriarchs of that podcast they were saying no they think it is. Uh, quite a lot of people online think it is as well. So that's relaying into uh Vic Mensa. He dropped a freestyle over that diplomatic immunity record. Um and people think that he's disenjoying that. I mean he's got some quotes in there saying about uh, love and hip hop, and you know, don't be your uh, push the Joe button, and you get hit in the face as a consequence. Uh, so obviously, reliving when Joe was on Love and Hip Hop, and he got hit in the face by consequence. <laughs> so pretty self-explanatory there. Um, I mean, I'm not sure about that. So there, there was a lot of back and forth. I mean, 
Uh, Vic came on everyday struggle when Joe was there. And they seemed cool. I mean, Vic popped off on ap- academics. We'll get we'll get to that a bit later. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought them two were cool, and there was some like you know Twitter uh, exchanges between the two, saying that you know they really they they're good reach and things like that. Um, so then I think Joe tweeted saying you know <laughs> he really liked the the jacket Vic wore on everyday struggle when he came. So Joe Joe tweeted that you know he wanted one of them and then um then then Vic put out this freestyle and then he said oh maybe that's why I didn't get this jacket, <laughs> um, but uh, then uh Vic came out and said that you know he's not actually dissing Joe in this record and then you know Joe Joe came back saying you know you know how can you say that's not a diss or anything like that, uh, I mean shouts out to my one of my one of my friends he 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 put me up on that. Um, I obviously I I told him as well. I was like, I don't really think it's a diss, you know. But uh, he 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 believed otherwise. He said, that's, "That's how more direct can you get?" And then obviously Joe tweeting back at him saying, "You know, maybe you know that's why you didn't get the jacket, or you know, uh, how can you say you're not dissing me when you actually said this and that?" So I I don't know what's going on there. I mean, honestly, um. As I said before, Joe's supposed to be this irrelevant rapper, and you know people can't uh, stop mentioning his name. You know, so um, one of the other podcasts I listen to, Grassroots, uh, uh, Brandon Killer, B H Hall, and Erin uh, uh, Ashley Simon. Uh, that's uh, the, he brought up a really good point on his his podcast. He was saying that mentioning Joe now, you know, Joe is uh, Joe is as big or not uh, or yeah, as or even bigger than he was when he came in the game, put out Pump It Up, you know, his biggest single. People say he's more hot now than he was back then because, you know, he's doing all these media outlets and he's doing all these media things. So mentioning Joe, you know, they, they uh, um, uh, Brandon said that, you know, it's a media rollout, you know. If you mention Joe on a track that, you know, you're going to gain traction, you're going to gain attention anywhere you go. You know, so you definitely put Joe in a in a verse or put Joe in a bar here and there, and you know, and it was gonna it's gonna generate some attention. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, what they say in the states, he's gonna uh, uh, get clout, as they say. <laughs> I was telling I was telling one of my friends, you know, you uh, were telling me that you know they're just mentioning Joe for clout, and I just, I just I told him I was like you know clout is clout is real funny. You know that word just clout. Uh, I don't know where that popped up from, but <laughs> um, yeah, as they say in the states. You know, he's the mentioning people mentioning Joe for clout for the blow up for the glow up as they say. You know, um, so yeah, I don't really understand that. You know, Joe's just just doing his own thing. He's in his lane. He just got his podcast. He's uh potentially doing some uh work with Diddy on Revolt. Uh, maybe bringing a show there. He's got his uh oh what a night that he did uh, this month, and I think it's going to carry on for the next couple of months as well, where he just showcases other people's talents. But I think yeah, Joe's not paying attention to any of that. Uh, he did mention a couple of weeks ago on his podcast that uh, there is one rapper that he would come out for. Um, he's but he's not going to say their name. He's going to let them uh, rename uh, uh, remain uh, anonymous. Uh, so quite then I saw quite a lot of people think he's fifty. You know, you know they say no, he's fifty. You know, fifty comes out and says something. But we know fifty is not going to do that, man. Fifty's too invested in what he's doing. You know, with his TV series and movies and things like that. So uh, I don't think that's hap- that's going to happen. And that's if if it is fifty. I, I'm not sure who else it could possibly be. Um, but yeah, a lot of people just mentioning Joe for the clout, as they say. You know, <laughs> for the clout for the bag. As uh, <laughs> they say, so yeah, um, 
oh no, Rick, Rick put that out and then he quickly retracted it saying no, um, it's not a diss. So yeah, uh, I don't know what to think of that. I mean, I mean that really plays into my next point that uh, I, I actually can't believe I saw this the, uh, at the beginning of the week. There was uh, a, a clip with... Uh, academics he was rapping you know he's been saying for a long time on everyday struggle and you know on twitter and like he's got a tape coming he's got a tape coming well you know academics is a joker you know you can't really take him seriously so i thought now he's, he's joking about it or whatever but then i saw this clip uh online and he's apparently taking a jab at vic benso he's like a 10 second clip but he's like rapping with a lot of auto-tune on there you can hear it he's like vic benso upset he's on the set or something like that um and also on, on his instagram page as well you know he's always uh acts always with this takashi guy and they're like uh um he put in one of his captions like uh my tape's gonna go triple styrofoam just like vic mensa you know just just he's mentioning vic's album sales and things like that i mean i don't think i want smoke with vic lyrically you know when uh vic came on everyday struggle vic basically said to act you know when he was dissing Chicago and you know the rap scene there and you know people getting killed you know Vic said you know it makes me want to slap him slap you in the face you know so and um Vic, 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 uh, when Vic was promoting his album he was doing a free, uh, couple of freestyles here and there on Sway and this and that and he just dropped Academics name in there uh, you know like DJ Academics, Wackademics, things like that and I think that took that and he was just like oh he's too busy mentioning my name you know he's got to be promoting his album and this and that so I mean, then Axe coming out with this, saying, you know, his, uh, my tape gonna go triple styrofoam like Vic's album, and, you know, he's saying Vic Men's upset and this and that. I mean, yeah, I don't really think Axe wants smoke with Vic lyrically, because I honestly think that Vic would murder him. Vic, Vic slept on quite a lot. I mean, well, his album last year made made my top twenty albums of uh, uh, rap and hip hop albums last year. The autobiography, Vic's a good storyteller as well. He uh, tells a quite a good few stories over that album. You know, about his whole situation, why it took him so long to make this album, and you know him growing up in Chicago and what he did and his love life and things like that. So and I urge you guys to check that out as well. You know, Vic, Vic's album's really good. Um, I per I personally loved it. You know, a couple of um my friends didn't seem to really mess with it, but you know, everybody's got a preference. But I really liked it. Um, Vic can rap as well. So you I mean he's endorsed by Jay Z? So you know that's saying something there. You know, if, if the guy hasn't got any talent, um, signed the Rock Nation as well. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know if uh Ak really wants some smoke with Vic. Uh, yeah, let's see how that plays out. If Vic might say Vic hasn't said anything yet. I don't think he will. If he will, he might just send a few jabs here and there. But um, yeah, let, let's let, let's see how that plans out. And yeah, leading on from academics, um, everyday struggle returned on Monday, I believe. Um, they didn't really directly address the Joe Budden stuff with Joe leaving. They just uh, I watched the first five minutes of the that clip, uh, that first clip where they returned. They were just like recapping some highlights from when Joe was there. And then they proceeded to announce and debut their new guest host, uh, not even guest host, their new co-host, sorry, uh, Star. You know, many people might realise him from the, he did his own show, The Star, and podcast and things like that. I wasn't really uh, familiar with Star and who he is and things like that uh, until uh, one of my friends uh, put me up on him. 
he was just like uh, he was telling me that you know Star's a very bold, very vulgar, very insensitive guy in some of the comments he makes. So I did uh, read my bit of research on him. Found found out that yeah he uh, you know he he said uh, he said uh, quite a lot of things and he's beef with literally about everyone. You know um, one of the major things being that why when Aaliyah passed away when she did uh, in the plane crash and things like that. I think the star was the uh, next day on his show or uh, on the radio show or things like that, you know, making airplane crash sounds and things like that. You know, that's uh, I, I, I was a bit taken aback by that. I was like, damn, you know, that's very that's very you know, disrespectful, very rude. But that, they, they, they say that star being star. Um, funny enough, <laughs> he uh, there was a clip floating around as well. Once they announced that Star was going to be the host, uh, uh, co new co-host of that show, there was a clip he put uh, floating around online that uh, from his show that he did in December, saying um, he was directly talking about Nadeska, the moderator of the show, who was saying, um, "Oh, that Nadeska, she's a uh, uh, she's she's an uh, she's a uh, hot piece." She's a hot bitch, you know. Uh, you know, I like to jerk off on her leg and things like that. So once I saw that, I was just like, "Damn, they really let this guy come in the complex and get that job." Then you know, they must have known about that. And then literally the next day, uh, <laughs> on the on the show, Nadeska addresses it clearly, you know, saying, "You know, uh, we also she apparently she didn't know. She went home after that first taping." And her phone was blown up. She was saying that uh, you know they and she was, she was hit with this clip, and then she came and dressed it the next the next uh, day. Uh, and she was saying that you know why why would you say that and things like that. And he said I didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. And he says to be honest, he didn't know that he was going to be co-hosting this show. Um, he said that way back in December. And then like uh, he said that when he when he came down the complex, he thought he was just going to be a guest. And turns out he was actually it was actually an audition for him to be a co-host. And yes, yeah, so he did know. Uh, so uh, that that was his explanation on that. Uh, and I think the desk got a bit uh, got a bit uh, agitated, a bit irritated from that, saying you know um, you're my co-host and things like that. So I never I've never disrespect women. I never use the B word and things like that. When he when he said it in the past, I think he's just trying to. Trying to backpedal and trying to get his way out of it, and then the desk came with the uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah. So uh, just because we're co-workers, you won't say it, but if we were strangers, you would say it, and then think they <laughs> start. So I just ignore that, and um, yeah. So, well, I mean, they need someone to replace Joe in that kind of manner, don't they? A bold person, a person who's outspoken, a person who doesn't give zero fucks. You know, anyway, you know, just to say their mind of what they think and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I can see what, uh, possibly why they hired uh, him. Uh, he was saying as well that he was at the bottom of the list of the co-hosts that they wanted to get. Um, so, I don't know who else was on the list. No, I don't, I don't think we'll ever know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he was surprised when he was chosen for it. But... I mean, seeing some clips here and there of his of of his activity on the show and how he's speaking to academics, you know, you know, like when 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 Joe first started and stuff like he was he was a bit aggressive and things like that with academics. But you know, Joe Joe went on to explain on his podcast. He was like, you know, I was, I was just like schooling Ak on quite a lot of things like this, and then, and um, I quite I saw one 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 clip where you know where stars just shouting at academics and you know whatever academic saying is just getting very irritating for star and he looked like he was just gonna stand up and punch punch Jack in the face <laughs> so 
Whereas with Joe, Joe was like, you know, you know, he's he's versed in all the old school mentality and things like that. Where Ak is in the new school and things like that. So you know, there's just a little bit a bit of clashing here and there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I don't see that lasting really. You know, it's lost a lot of numbers since Joe left. Um, I personally think I agree with Joe and things like that. I I personally think Ak should do his own show. Because Axe got a good uh, reputation, a good uh, relationship with all these new guys, uh, these Takashi's and these uh, XXX uh, Tentacion and you know things like that, Ugly God and things like. That. He's got good, he's got a good reputation, good good relationship with these guys, Trippy Red and things like that. So I personally think Academic should do his own show, um, but yeah, I don't give that uh, a lot of time, you know. Uh, to be on the air, maybe maybe a few weeks, maybe one or two months, um, but uh, yeah, not 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 <laughs> not that long or not that um, not that long time. I think that that's the losing numbers dramatically. Um, so I just thought I think it's only a matter of time, really. So yeah, I don't know where they're gonna go from there, but hey, we'll see, we'll see. I'm sure there's gonna be a few more clips floating around. You know, once they get you know more more stuff going and things like that. So, you know, I think uh, Star will say something somewhere inappropriate about something. And, you know, you know they, they might edit it out. But, you know, how many times are they going to go through that? You know, just editing, 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 you know. And you know, quite a lot of people keep a close eye on it. You know, they know that 4 or 4 p.m., now UK time that is, um, that the episodes get uploaded. I know that for, for a fact because I used to follow it religiously when Joe was there. And, uh, you know, if it was late by a couple of minutes, five, ten minutes, half an hour or sometimes, you know, people would automatically know. Uh, even Joe even said it as well on his podcast. He's like, they, they'll know, like, there's been some editing done because there was some stuff said. And sometimes you could say there was a, there was a couple of shows you could tell, you know, it was poorly edited. Um, they were getting into a heat discussion and then literally they're cut in and the next frame you see, they're all calm. So, I mean, yeah... How many times are they gonna edit it if Star says something inappropriate or out of line? You know they're gonna get tired of that possibly and and you know, possibly give Star the boot. You know, but then Star, I don't really think Star really cares about you know what <laughs> him being there, you know, or whatever. So yeah, a couple a couple of weeks I say, maybe a month or two. Let's see, you know, let's see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, so. That's another piece of news of this week. What else is there? We've got uh, some previews. So you've got Justin Timberlake's album coming out next Friday, I believe, February 2nd, Man of the Woods. He's released a few singles. He released uh, that uh, Supplies, I think, last week. This week he released another track with, I think, uh, a country singer, things like that. And he released a track uh, a couple of weeks before, Dirty or thing, something. Dirt, I think it's called Dirty or something like that. When he first announced his album... He said that you know, this is an album I've made for my wife, my kids, and it's just the place that I'm at at this time in time of my life. So, I mean, I, I listened to that dirty track. Um, I think once or twice, but I know I couldn't really get into the flow of it. I haven't listened to the other two he's put out. I'm just saving it for the album. Um, I'm not sure which way he's going. I mean, from the title, it sounds like he's going to go in like a country kind of way, country like vibe kind of way. I'm not sure. I, I, he can pull it off. It's Justin Timberlake, you know, uh, he can pull it off, but um, I don't know, I'm not sure, uh, I'm used to, you know, him doing the, uh, you know, not the poppy, but, you know, the poppy, hip-hoppy kind of, you know, sound and things like that, um, you know, Future Sex Love sounds and, you know, even like Justified, Justified was good, um, 
I really liked the 2020 experience, you know. That was probably my favourite album from uh, JT. Um, probably because it was a, a good time in my life as well. I think it came out in 2012, 13. I was at university at that time. So it was, yeah, it was good. So I was uh, listening, listening a lot to that. And there was a lot of good tracks on there. I think part one more than part two was... Probably my favorite. It was obviously he released twenty twenty experience part one. It had been like the uh, beginning part of the year, and then he released part two at the end part of the year, and then he just combined it as a like a double disc and like a complete experience. Like so, for me, I really liked twenty twenty experience part one more than part two. Not to say that part two was bad. Part two did have did have a couple of good songs on there, but I think uh, throughout, uh, there's not a song. I mean, I think there's one song I'd skip on. Uh, Part one that I think is that uh, spaceship coop I think and it's it's skipping in you know in, in that sense like I don't really yeah when I listen to it I, I have it's uh, I'll probably uh, I just you know just skim over it but if you know if if I have to listen to it if 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 you know if I just can't be asked I'll let it play but um, yeah I really like that you know really uh, one of my favorite songs from that part one was tunnel vision I really like the video as well <laughs> um, yeah so that that um that's uh, that was a good album, but yeah, this this Man of the Woods one, I think that yeah, he's gonna go in a more. It looks like he's gonna go in a more country direction. You can tell from the cover as well. You know, he's like a bit like a different a few photographs torn up, and you know, he's him in the woods and things like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's see. You know, JT always does uh, numbers. You know, um, he is very popular. He's gonna be performing at the Super Bowl next Sunday as well. So obviously, gonna have some material from his new album to perform there. Um, so it's, it's good timing really so all this helps him releasing the album on Friday and then having the Super Bowl performance on Sunday it's all going to help him you know in terms of numbers and things like that and J JT's always done numbers as well so it doesn't it's not a big deal hey, he's linking up with um, you know old uh, he's uh, old time collaborators you know Timberland and Pharrell and I think he's got six or seven tracks they said that uh, him and Pharrell worked on that on this album uh, I think Supplies was one of them uh, Dirty was the one where he linked up with Timberland for that one. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Let's see how that goes. Uh, I don't really have any expectations at the moment for that album because I've only heard one song, and I'm just I'm just reserving judgment for when I hear the album, so that I can give like my full opinion on that. Um, but uh, from that Dirty song, that's just one song. I mean, I couldn't really get into the vibe of it. But uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what happens with that one. Um, hopefully it should be good. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of JT, so yeah, hopefully that should be good. Uh, another big event coming this weekend uh, is the Grammys. So yeah, the the Grammy Awards are this weekend. Um, a lot of big performances. I think Kendrick's opening with U two. So I'm believing they're going to perform that song from Damn Triple X. I think it's called or. Something like that, yeah. Um, Carly B is going to be performing. I think Childish Gambino is going to be performing. Um, yeah, so that's going to be big. I mean, prediction-wise, I expect Bruno to probably clean up quite a lot. Um, yeah, I think Bruno is going to clear it, clean up in most categories. Uh, Jay-Z is going to be there. I think they're going to honour him with some... Uh, it's not a Lifetime Achievement Award, but some sort of a, like achievement, some sort of achievement awards. Um, I mean, let's, let's, let's look at the categories. I mean, Album of the Year, we've got... Uh, Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino, 444 Jay Z, 24K Magic, Bruno Mars, Melodrama Lords, Dan Kendrick Lamar. Uh, easy, easy pick from that one is going to be Bruno. I think Bruno, uh, if not Bruno, then possibly Lords. Um, 
and maybe Kendrick in third in that one, you know, in, in terms of uh, who's who's going to win that. So I'd say, uh, yeah, Bruno probably will, will take that one. Uh, neither then the Lord, if Bruno doesn't take it, then Lord. And if Lord don't get it, then maybe possibly Dan from Kendrick might get it. I don't believe Jay will get that because he's getting uh, that achievement award, as I said. But who knows? You know, it could be could be a lot. Uh, this year could be a lot of uh, firsts. We've seen a lot of firsts and a lot of uh, award ceremonies this year. So you never know. Song of the year, you've got the uh, uh, that uh, suicide helpline song by Logic. Um, you've got the song by Bruno Mars. That's what I like. You've got Despacito. You've got Four Forty Four by Jay Z. Again, I think. Um, Bruno might clear up in that one. The second pick will probably go to Logic in that. Uh, that's, that's, that's a powerful song. I think Logic's performing there as well. So that can only probably help his chances. Uh, what else we've got? We've got Best New Artist. Uh, Elisa Cara, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, Khalid, Scissor. I mean, in this one, I, I don't mind whoever wins out of Khalid and Scissor. They both put out really good albums. I still play them to this day. Um, yeah, I don't mind whoever wins that. You know, they both deserve it. Uh, Khalid and Scissor. Um, Uzi, not so much. Um, I, I mean, that Love Is Rage Two was good. It's good, uh, like uh, melodic things, but uh, you know, it's good melodic album. But I don't know. I mean, it was all right for me, but it wasn't probably one of my favorites. But I, I, I wouldn't be um, mad if uh, yeah, Khalid or Scissor won. I wouldn't be mad if Uzi won, to be honest. But um, yeah, I, 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 I'd say I would be happy with our Khalid or Scissor winning that. Um, next, what we've got, we've got record of the year. You got humble by Kendrick, Redbone by Childish Gambino, Twenty Four K Magic, Bruno Mars, Story of OJ, Jay Z, and Despacito. Uh, that one again. I I'm thinking it's gonna be Bruno again winning that with Twenty Four K Magic. Uh, all 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 the all all, all the nominations that are very strong. Redbone, what 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 a great song. Uh, of that by Childish Gambino, that was that was probably the standout song from uh, "Awaken My Love." Story of OJ, great song as well. One of my favorite songs from Four Forty Four. Humble, yeah, again Kendrick, uh, damn, yeah, that was good as well. Despacito, I heard that everywhere throughout last summer. Glad I'm not hearing it now. <laughs> I hope that doesn't win, but um, yeah, I think Bruno will clean that category as well. Um, what else have we got? We got best R and B performance. With Distraction by Kehlani, High by Ludissi, Get You by Daniel Caesar and Kali Uchis, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars and The Weeknd by Scissor. I mean, my preference, I would want Daniel Caesar to win that. He put a really good album out, Freudian, last, uh, last year. Um, I, I'd possibly want Daniel Caesar to, uh, to, see, uh, to win that one. I uh, really like that track. Uh, he's coming here in February, so um, I've got tickets to see him. Uh, can't wait to yeah, can't wait to see him. But I, personal opinion, I want uh, Daniel Caesar to win that one. But again, I think um, possibly either Bruno might win that one again, and maybe Scissor in in the close second. I think in that if Bruno does not get it, uh, best rap song we got we got Sassy by Rhapsody from her album Layla's Wisdom. Great album. Um, she's she's a hell of a lyricist. Uh, so that's a, a, a lyrical, lyrical people, lyrical songs, lyrical albums. I'm I'm a huge fan of that. I rate that number one for me. Uh, not the albums, you know, just lyricism. Uh, humble again. We got by Kendrick, Bodak Yellow by Cardi B, Chase Me by Big Boy, 
and Killer Mike and Danger Mouse. Uh, then we've got Story of OJ again. Uh, this rap song, I'd say that's gonna go to Kendrick. I mean, Cardi had a phenomenal year, no doubt. She's worked her ass off and things like that. Be it'd be it'd be a surprise if she wins it. Uh, I wouldn't be disappointed. I wouldn't be disappointed at all. She's worked hard. She's definitely you know doing a thing. But uh, personal preference, I'd see uh, probably Kendrick winning that. And I think maybe the Grammy board might consider that, I think, a high favourite of Kendrick winning that with Humble. And what we got next, we have best rap album. We got Tyler, the creator of Flower Boy, Culture with Migos, Layla's Wisdom and Rhapsody, 444 Jay-Z and Damn by Kendrick Lamar. I think Dam's going to win that one. Um, Jay-Z comes in a close second. Not to doubt the other thing. Flower Boy was really good. Uh, was really surprised by that album. Really surprising. Uh, I really liked that. He outsold quite a lot of people in his first week. So that was really uh, surprising by Tyler. I think he did like 101, 105k I think in the first week as well. Um, Culture, yeah. Migos, yeah. Um, no surprise that that's there. That was, that was a good album as well. And uh, again, yeah, Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody. Yeah, another good album there. But I think Kendrick's winning that category. Jay-Z in a close second. Otherwise, if Kendrick does not win that one. Uh, what else? Then we've got Best R&B Song. We've got Location by Khalid. Uh, Redbone Again by Childish Gambino. That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. And then Scissor with Supermodel. Uh, I think, yeah, that's going to be Bruno again. If I had to pick a close second, it would probably be Scissor, the supermodel, but I think Bruno's going to win that one. As I said, I think Bruno's going to clean up quite a lot this year. Yeah, so then we've got best rap performance. We've got Bad and Bougie uh, by Amigos. And we've got Humble by Kendrick. Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. 444 by Jay-Z. And Bounce Back by Big Sean. Uh, again, I think Kendrick might win that one with Humble. Uh, Cardi B might pull in a close second with Bodak Yellow. I mean, she could be the upset. She could win it. Um, as that was probably the song, that song of the summer last year. Uh, yeah, so I think Kendrick uh, number one and Cardi B number two. If Kendrick doesn't win, I think that'll go to Cardi B. Um, yeah, so that, that's best rap performance. And then we have best uh, rap song collaboration. We've got Family Feud with Beyonce and Jay Z. Problems with Black, Love Galore with uh, Scissor, and you've got Crew, Gold Link, very surprising nomination, great song, great song, Gold Link's album's heavily underrated, heavily, that's um, at what cost, so I urge you guys to check that out, um, Gold Link is, uh, does a really good job on that one, and I uh, really fuck with Gold Link on that, and uh, just opened my eyes to him, that's the first time I heard of him, uh, yeah, no, I thought that was really good. Uh, then we got Loyalty by Rihanna and Kendrick Lamar. I think in that one, either it's going to go to Kendrick uh, for Loyalty or in the close second again. It, might, it could be possibly Jay-Z and Beyonce with a family feud. And um, yeah, Scissor with Love Glow. I mean, a Dark Horse in that is Crew. I love them. Uh, crew by Gold Link, Shy Glizzy and Brent Fires. Uh, Brent Fires put out an amazing album as well you know, last year. He's very slept on. You know, Not many people heard of him. Uh, I listened to his uh, first EP, AM Paradox, uh, so go check that out, and then he put out his album Sonder Sun, he's also part of the group Sonder, uh, they put out a uh, little collective album called Into, 
so yeah make sure you guys check that out you know you know i love my r&b and things so uh yeah that, that's definitely uh, uh, a few out a good a few albums by brent and that to check out um yeah dark horse would be uh, gold link with crew i would uh, i would be surprised and I, I wouldn't mind that i'd be really happy if they win that because that was a really good song but um so yeah number one spot will go to kendrick in that category jay-z maybe number two possibly tied with scissor number two as well so either one of those three you know i wouldn't be uh mad at that and then you got best urban contemporary album it's a lot i think it's the last category we're gonna do um you got free black by uh black there american team by khalid awaken my love by charles gambino control by scissor starboy by the weekend i mean i'm pretty pretty shocked by why starboy is there starboy came out in 2016 not 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 seventeen, um, what was it? Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. That came out. I'm not sure why they're in the two thousand eighteen Grammys. Uh, I um, I'm, then again, I'm not sure if they can, if they count later albums in the year like the November to uh, October to uh, December period into a uh, new fold of uh, nominations. What they do, but um, in that category, ooh, um, I'd say probably Scissor top pick for that one. Close second would probably be I Have a Childish Gambino of Awaken My Love. Tied would possibly Khalid. But I think Sism should probably win that category. Yeah, so th those are my Grammy predictions. Uh, yeah, the Grammy's on Sunday. So yeah, it should be a, a, a good show. Oh, no, no, we've got one more. One more category. Best R&B album. We've got Freudian by Daniel Caesar. Feel the Real by Music Soul Child, uh, Gumbo by PJ Morton, Let Love Rule by Lidacy, and 24K Magic by Bruno Mars. Um, honestly, I think Bruno's going to win that one again. My personal preference would be Daniel Caesar to win that. Um, I thought that album was phenomenal. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, Bruno would win that. Um, close second, I don't have no idea. I mean, hopefully close second could possibly be Daniel Caesar, but I think Bruno's going to win that as well. So... Yeah, yeah, so yeah, uh, apologies, that's, uh, that's our last category there for my Grammy predictions. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, let's see how that goes, surely. That's going to be a big event uh, watching, and a couple of uh, firsts might possibly happen with that as well. New winners and, you know, unexpected winners and things like that. So, yeah, let, let, let's see uh, how that one goes. Um, what else we got going on? We have... Um, some upcoming movies uh, coming out. We've got, uh, we'll see, Black Panther coming out. Uh, I think it's February 16th, something like that. Um, I'm a huge comic book fan, huge superhero fan, you know, Marvel, DC, anything, you know. Um, so that, that, um, I'm really looking forward to that. I heard it's uh, got quite all the, all the tickets for the box office have been sold out now, you know, in America, and it's on track to, I think, do 120 or something so at the mo this is just at the moment at the box office so far obviously that number's going to go up and up and up so um yeah i can't wait to see that i've seen the trailer and think it looks really good um i can't wait to see that and how that ties in with the avengers and things like that 50 put out uh his movie in the u.s den of thieves uh i think last week uh it's yet to come to uk i think it's coming here february 2nd so definitely going to check that out saw some good reviews on it Sort of not so good reviews on it, and Fifties posted that on his Instagram. Uh, but the overall consensus is that that is a really good movie. Uh, so um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Then the thieves, it looks good from what I've seen. Uh, trades and things like that, and some of the reviews I read it looks good on that. So uh, yeah, I uh, can't wait for that. Um, I saw 
on Netflix uh, some of Dave Chappelle's new comedy specials the other week and they were really good so I recommend you guys if you're a fan of Dave uh, you're a fan of comedy stand-up comedy then definitely check them out he put out two uh, uh, comedy specials prior to that at the, at the top of last year uh, they were alright nothing bad about that but I think these new two were definitely much better uh, than the previous two uh, yeah so Definitely check that out. I thought they were really quite funny. He's possibly one of the best stand-up comedians in the last, you know, 15, 20 years. Definitely. So, you know, I'm going way back to possibly before, like, you know, the Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor kind of days, you know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that, 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 that was really good. Um, I heard people have been talking about Cat Williams' stand-up as well. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, that's on Netflix as well. Cat Williams has always been a funny guy to me. Um, I saw him on uh, remember he was in My Wife and Kids back in the day and he was really funny there and then he came in Friday after next and then he's been in a few movies after that like in Norbit and things like that I watched one of his stand-ups as well uh, I can't remember how long ago it was I think it was four or five years ago and that was really good as well but I've heard good stuff I've heard the good stuff online and things like that about his new stand-up on Netflix so definitely I'm going to check that out um yeah so yeah, i'll let you guys know what's going on with that uh yeah i think that's it for this week guys um a lot of stuff we got through there um nothing nothing else uh, i can't remember i'm sure these uh see grammy's being this weekend and things like that and news new news is going to break and things like that so um yeah let's 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 see what, what what's going to happen and yeah there's a lot of things to look forward to yeah so as promised, guys, um, I did say last week that um, at the end of each podcast, when we're coming to the end of each podcast, I'm going to play some, uh, play a song or two uh, from some artists that uh, uh, some songs that you know not less well uh, less known, well known. Uh, again, I'm not trying to copy or you know take anybody's segment from their podcast. I know Joe does it with his own called he's called sleeper segments. But I just thought, you know, I'm a fan as well. I think um you know, people deserve to know, you know, like good songs, you know, by less known people, songs that I really like as well. Hopefully you guys you can get put onto it as well. So you know definitely not not jacking or not 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 copying anything like that. I just thought, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of music uh, new music I, I discover and uh, that I, I possibly want everybody here. So um yeah uh yeah so let, let's um get into that uh so i'm going to play uh this one guy uh, i've been following for quite some time now his name is uh jackoy uh some of you guys might have heard of him uh he's from toronto uh canada and uh yeah i really like he's he's in the r&b r&b lane um he's put out a few things you know he's um a few little little mixtapes here and there, so, uh, most of which are on SoundCloud. Um, so uh, check that out. He put out one that's available on Apple Music and Spotify. It's called, uh, I believe, it's called Foreign Water. Um, so definitely check that out. He's put a few singles on there. Um, yeah, so def- definitely check that out. Um, it's really good artist. I've been following him for a while. We're expecting some new music from him soon. Um, Hopefully, you know, I've been waiting. He, he does upload some new songs to SoundCloud here and there, but I'm expecting like a new album or something from him soon. So yeah, let's let's uh, let's see um, how uh, how he surprised me. But um, yeah, this one is called uh, it's called Hollywood. 
it's by Jack Hoy. And yeah, just um let's let's get into some of some of the vibes right now. Yeah, so let's get into this, this is Jack Hoy Hollywood.
Radio 118.9. Don't touch that dial there. Shmi host. Mr. Quintessential there. That was Jackoy there with some Hollywood. Pretty good artist. Uh, you guys check him out. Definitely in that R&B and R&B and Soul Lane, that barefoot music. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. So he's, uh, I've been a big fan of his music and hopefully he puts out something soon. Uh, that's it, guys, for this week. Hope you guys have a good week and, uh, yeah, I will see you next week. Have a good one.